0: All right, so today's Tuesday um, and this is the first of the summer study sessions. Um, we're doing something a little bit different this year where uh, we have Get It Right that has volunteered to bring us 10 weeks of free training on high school rules and um, directed at, at our mechanics here in New Mexico. And like I said, my name's Dennis Barella, I'm an official here in New Mexico, out of Albuquerque. And I had met uh, Barb Arnon last year at the Front Range camp out of Colorado. And he presented this uh, software up there to the high school officials in the football camp. And, and I just thought it was a, a great uh, way to learn high school rules um, without having to get on the field And in front of players and so here's the bio for uh, Bob he started officiating in 2001 back judge Uh, he's done many district and state championship games he's been an instructor he found to get it right in 2012 Uh, this software is in 50 different states and 15 different countries Um, he's a game-changer through naso and he is partnered with mike piera and the battlefield to field since 2016 he also now is recently a partner with uh, the new mexico athletics association and the nmoa and he's bringing us a lot of free training this summer so with that bob it's all yours
1: okay uh Thank you. I guess now I need to be able to share my screen. Yep.
0: Let me stop sharing.
1: Okay. I need to pull this forward. We can see it. Okay. You got the get it right screen up? Yes, we can see it. Okay, good. Okay, um, tonight uh, we're gonna talk a little bit about the uh, airborne receiver. Uh, This is an extension of the uh, video that uh, uh, that Dennis and the crew published uh, during their break. Uh, But I just need to step through a couple of things here because we're gonna take it uh, another couple of levels deeper than what that video had. So of course, by uh, the Federation definition, a catch, this is a player establishing possession of a live ball in flight, and then first contacting the ground in bounds while maintaining possession of the ball. Uh, so we have this animation here. We'll, we'll drop this down. Hey, Bob, it, it's, uh-huh. it's it's
0: is this showing one screen, a blink screen with great, get it right on the bottom?
1: Okay. Let me try to get into the... There you go. Okay, I've got the animation now, good. Yep. Okay, so, so now we've got the anima- animation laid up here. We're, we're looking at this at about field level. We're gonna do a playthrough on this, just so, just so you can see it from start to finish as to what we need to look for. Player goes up, comes down. So the mechanics on something like this, especially in New Mexico where you're doing four-man, gets to be pretty tough. Because what you really need to watch for uh, is making sure, number one, he even has possession of the ball. And then if he does, where's that first foot hit? And right here you can see that first foot is in bounds, and that second foot very quickly lands out of bounds. so four man, that becomes pretty uh, tricky to catch. Uh, you may need the umpire to help you on that, but uh, depending on how far downfield that wing official can get, uh, that, that one might be a little bit of a trick for you all. On a comparison, what you're going to see on the right side, and I'll run this through a playthrough, you're going to see that defender push that receiver out of bounds uh, while he's in the air. Uh, There's nothing illegal about that as long as that contact is legal. That receiver has uh, possession of the ball. Defender is taking a look at him. He shoves him while he's still in midair. So his first contact is on the sideline. So that makes that an incomplete pass. Uh, For some of you veteran officials out there, uh, I think it was maybe four or five years ago Uh, that the rule used to be in in high school, that if we thought that he would have landed uh, in bounds, we could have ruled that a complete catch. So fortunately, uh, in my mind anyway, fortunately, uh, the Federation changed that rule so that uh, if you get pushed and you land out of bounds, it's an incomplete pass. So we've got all that going on. So we're gonna step back now And we're going to look at this airborne catch. So what's different this time is that uh, we're not on the sideline. We're working this uh, uh, goal line going in. And we'll do the playthrough on this. You're going to see this receiver go into the end zone, turn around, catch the pass, and the defender is going to hit him. And then he drives him out. Go ahead and watch that one more time. So what happens in this situation, we'll step through it. So there, the player has possession of the ball. He's above the end zone. We can see the plane where the foremost portion of the ball is clearly uh, inside the end zone. And this is when that defender contacts him. And then he drives him out. So now this is the first time that that receiver contacts the ground. But according to, uh, when we look at forward progress, that airborne receiver gets credit for his forward progress when that defender contacts him. So forward progress is inside the end zone. That's when he's contacted by a defensive guy. So there we have a touchdown. By comparison, What you're going to see on the right side, we'll put this on playthrough, is that receiver goes in and he kind of comes out on his own before that uh, defender hits him. We'll take a look at this one again. He goes in, he starts coming out. His momentum takes him out of the end zone, and that's when that defender hits him. We'll step through it so you can see how that looks step by step. Possession of the ball. Forward point of the ball does indeed break the plane. He's still in the air. Defender has not contacted him. His momentum brings him out of the end zone. That's when that defender contacts him. That's when he also contacts the ground. So now we have the completed catch, and we have the defender that that hit him while being airborne, after being airborne. We roll over here. You can see that that receiver has contacted the ground. And then when he completes the action, we have the forward most point of the ball that's inside the one-yard line. Uh, That would be the forward progress. That's where that ball would be spotted. So even though that receiver caught the ball while he was in the air above the end zone, we're not going to give him a touchdown in that regard. Now, for those of you that uh, officiate at the college level, I understand that that's going to be a touchdown either way. Uh, so remember, if you're working a game on a Friday night with high school rules, or Saturday, using NCAA rules. Uh, you don't want to get these two mixed up. Now we're going to look at something sort of related, but something you have to think about before you make a ruling. Uh, we'll go back into forward progress here. And what we're going to see this time is White 24, who's been burned on these plays, finally decides he's going to make his move. So we'll put this on playthrough. He steps up. He catches the ball. He's in the air. So now he's sort of an airborne receiver. And then that uh, Blue 82, who was the intended receiver, contacts him while he's still in the air and jobs him out. So, what you need to watch out for is this. He's got the ball clearly in possession. He's above the end zone. Forward of progress of the ball is about a half yard inside. And that's when he's contacted by that A player. But now you have to remember what the definition of forward progress is. It's relative to the opponent's goal line. So this would not be a touchback. Uh, Instead, the ball is going to be spotted and given to be there inside the one-yard line. So uh, even though those look the same, forward progress is going to be different based on the direction that uh, that team needs to go. So any questions on any of that? Anybody have anything in the chat box? Want me to show anything else relative to this? This was all I was scheduled to uh, to talk about tonight. We can talk about a few other things, I have if a, you wish. I have a question. If,
0: just to clarify, if that defender, uh, White 24, intercepts the ball in the field, say at the one-yard line, and his momentum takes him into
1: the end zone, what's the result of the play? Yeah, that's one where uh, the momentum rule goes into, into effect. Uh, you should have a beanbag down on, on the ground there. Uh, and, uh, yeah, that'll be a uh, uh, baseball at the one-yard line or wherever uh, he contacted the ground. But that is not covered under the
0: airborne receiver no, that, rule? That's under the momentum rule?
1: That, that, that's under the momentum rule, yeah, there in rule eight. So, yeah, once he uh, once he hits the ground, you have a completed catch there. But, yeah, you're right. If his momentum takes him back into the end zone, uh, then you you go ahead and uh, bring that ball out to where he uh, cut that ball. Uh, so the momentum rule goes into effect inside the five-yard line. Uh, now, going back to one of the spring uh, webinars that, that you all had, uh there is a discussion about that. Uh, this gets into a philosophy thing that says, well, uh, good news B is gonna get the ball, uh, but are you gonna really spot that ball inside the one yard line or anything like that? Uh, you know that's something that you all have to kind of decide at the crew level uh at the association level. Are we just gonna really read that as uh, momentum if it's inside the one-yard line and put them in a tricky spot. Uh, but the rule is inside the five-yard line, uh, you have that momentum situation. Uh, uh, that momentum situation. I think Ken wanted to do some workups on this. Right. And so um, as a, as far as four-man crew, and
0: say this this play starts – Thirty yards out. If you could go back to that screen, then you stop sharing. Um, and a four-man crew, you have the the wings that are responsible for that goal line, even thirty yards out out because we don't have a back judge. And as far as helping them decide whether that ball was in or out of the end zone on an interception to give B a either a touchback or placing it at the one yard line. Does anybody have any thought on what we're telling a four-man crew on where to spot that ball on an interception? You can un- unmute yourself.
1: Or back dead. Well, well, let me, what I tell folks whenever I'm, I'm, I'm doing my, my classes and all is that, uh, that there's a couple of things that you need to be armed with on any game day. And uh, if you decide you're going to rule that one way or the other, be calm, think about what you saw, and then be able to explain it. Uh, so if a coach wants to argue that, uh, no, we we want to have that ball, you know, if we just gave up that ball, we want the, that other team to have it inside the one-yard line. Uh, that's when you say, well, coach, I'm sorry, I, I don't – from what I saw, he didn't have full possession of that until he fell into the end zone. Uh, so if you can talk through the rules and explain – why you're deciding what you've got that that's that's half the battle now if you decide that no he's going to be inside the the one yard line uh that's when uh you you tell that coach well congratulations coach that you're ball right now but uh according to the momentum rule he had possession of the ball and his momentum brought him back into the into the end zone uh that's not a touchback uh he's you're going to get the ball there inside the one yard line so um uh, uh, you know, you, on a four-man crew, that 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 that's a difficult situation that you wind up having there. Uh, it is what it is. Uh, but but watch that play, process it in your mind. What what happened there? Know that there could be two different outcomes on that, and be able to explain what uh, you know what your decision is. Okay, thank you. Does anybody have
0: anything that has worked? In that situation where you've explained to the coach within just a few seconds, because, you know, we all know we don't have a lot of time to uh, tell the coach what the rule is. But as far as keywords that you used on a play like this to to explain to the official why or to the coach why you ruled it a certain way. Let me check the chat room. So, in the chat room, it says um, four-person airborne receiver sideline. You mentioned the umpire could help on the catch. How do you think the umpire can
1: help? Yeah, my my guess, and that's what it is—just a guess—is that uh, do you? For, for that kind of situation, do you expect the wing official to be t- to be down beyond those players closer to that pylon? or do you ex- expect them to really wind up kind of behind those players? See if I'm thinking if you're behind uh, that I mean you know those, those that that receiver is going to take off at the snap, uh, that wing official has to read the play, Uh, So already he's at a little bit of a disadvantage that that 16-year-old kid already has a jump start on him going down the the sideline there. Uh, So my expectation is uh, unless you got Usain Bolt as a wing official, uh, they're going to be behind that play, and your wing official is only going to see, is very likely only going to see, whether the first foot landed inbounds or out-of-bounds. Uh, so he may not. He may have to guess whether that player had possession. I'm thinking that if the umpire has the opportunity to turn and look, he might at least be able to give a, a ruling on whether the player was in possession of the ball. Uh, but maybe
0: not. Right. He's not. Having, he's not going to have a good view uh, if he was inside or outside the
1: goal line. So. Yeah. Yeah. So that's. Uh, so you have the wing official worried about. Uh, you know, uh, you know about whether he's inside or out, and then maybe the umpire can help with if it's a short pass or the longer pass. You might get a look at it. Uh, again, you know, it, you all have mentioned it before. Four man's not the most optimum way of doing things, but uh, uh, just be ready to deal with that. Right. Uh, if it's a if it's a sideline catch, yeah, coach. You know. From what I saw, I felt that player had possession of the ball and the first foot was inbounds. Right. So there we go. And I think
0: I think uh, one of the officials, a uh, back judge, explained it uh, pretty well here. Says, I think the opposite wing has to help with forward progress and when we use cross-field mechanics. So the U will have a hard time um helping with that other than just a catch or no catch, but f- cross field mechanics whether whether they were inside or outside the end zone is is was I understanding that comment correctly shake your head or yes or no yeah, okay, and so there was another um question in here about if the wide receiver goes up over the back with contact to make the catch in the air, would that be OPI. Um based on that scenario you, you put um you put up with the defense um making the interception in the end zone, whether he came in I guess down in the end zone or down in the field to play at the one, they're asking um I guess the question is what would con- constitute a OPI in that situation?
1: Uh, I I I I, I hate to to phrase it that way. Um, But uh, but think about what uh, the whole definition of uh, OPI is, uh, because it it starts for the offense uh, when the ball is snapped. But then uh, uh, the restrictions stop when the ball is touched. So uh, as long as that offensive player isn't, Climbing over the back of that defender before he touches that ball. Once that ball is touched, uh, then the restrictions are lifted. So it's, uh, you know, that's about a bang, bang as you're going to get. Um, uh, but 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 it gets to the whole uh, understanding of the rules and be able to communicate uh, both in your mind and to the coach and to anyone else that, uh, you know, this is how I saw it. Uh, he was not contacting that defender. He wasn't interfering with the defender's ability to uh, to catch that ball. And uh, he that player touched the ball before he made contact with anyone else. Uh, pass interference restrictions are, are out the window at that point. Um, so there's no flag for that. Uh, now it's a function of, okay, who's got possession of the ball? Are they in the end zone or are they landing out on the field of play? Uh, yeah, that's, uh, that, that's a lot you have to process in your mind. Uh, so try to think about what you saw, process it as quickly as you can. Uh, take a deep breath and say, you know, flag, no flag, touchdown or next down, whatever it happens to be. Yeah, the, anything having to do with uh, interference—that's uh, all judgment call on our part. Uh, so think about, uh, you know, what you look for. Uh, how consistent are you, and in, in what you allow those players to do? Uh, hopefully, you're you have that same consistency as you go from game to game. Uh, but more importantly, you have that same consistency from the first quarter to the. End of the fourth, or to the end of the game if you're in overtime. Okay, and I just got a text message. Can you can you
0: run through those um, three scenarios one more time on your software of the sideline catch and the the uh, goal line catch for offense and defense?
1: Okay. Okay, am I sh- am I showing the screen here? Yes. Okay, Um, this one is probably going to be the the defensive one. Uh, Just because it was still up. Yeah, there's the interception. And then he's out. We'll do a step through on that. He's got the ball, but he's still in the air. But remember, you know the whole thing about uh, that airborne player. We're worried about forward progress. So forward progress for the defense is going in the opposite direction. So that's why we're not giving him a touchback in this particular scenario here, uh, because his forward progress is off to the left, not off to the right into the uh, into the end zone. And let me go back to do the airborne catch again. Here the defender contacts him while he's in the end zone and drives him out on the comparison. The offensive player comes out on his own, and we'll step through those. Again, both players have possession of the ball while while the ball is either in the end zone or broken the plane of the goal line. No contact on the right side. We already have contact here on the left. So on the left, we're going to give him credit as an airborne player, forward progress, contacted by the defense. On the right side, the catch is not completed. Defensive guy hasn't touched the receiver yet. Now he's back into the field of play when he's contacted. We'll give him his forward progress right there.
0: So the the screen on the right, his forward progress brings him out. That's the difference. And the screen on the left, he, he, the defender forces him out. Correct. Okay. Correct. Yep.
1: And then getting back to that sideline catch. Got to watch that, whatever that uh, first foot hits the ground, was it inbounds or out? So in this circumstance, if that wing official was there in the back, this is... uh, That's what he's going to see. So you could probably make a case that uh, from this view, you could see that he's got possession of the ball, but then you have to watch to see where his feet land. So that's a quicken right there with that right foot landing in bounce. And then getting back to the split screen, where that defender pushes him out, Again, you don't have to worry about whether you had possession of the ball. What you're going to see is that uh, that first step is going to be right on that sideline. Any others?
0: I think that's all the questions that that I see in the chat room. Does anybody else have any questions about airborne receiver at the goal? Hey, Bob. This is Bob. This is Ken. I'm sorry, I'm driving right now. Um, you have a fantastic product, though. Let me tell you, nobody else
1: has anything like this. Thank you. Yeah, but we we have over a hundred roles animated for uh, uh, for federation for high school roles. Um You can just go to getarighttraining.com. Get some more information there.
0: so I think um, nobody else has any more questions Um, we're gonna Bob's gonna do nine more of these one rule each week next Tuesday he's gonna do free kick infractions free kick infractions Um, however on Saturday the AFOA We'll do a 9 a.m., one-hour webinar on defensive schemes. There'll be two defensive coordinators from the Albuquerque, or one from Albuquerque La Cueva, and one from Las Cruces. Um, head coaches explain uh, defenses to to us. And so you don't know much about defense and what coaches are trying to do in New Mexico. Uh, they're going to give away some of their trade secrets to us and help us become better officials and um, a little bit of insight on how we should be officiating some of the defensive schemes at any given time on the field. And with that, um, no one has any any questions. Um, that's what we had for tonight. We try to keep these, uh, these ones, because we have 10 of them, to about 30 minutes. And it's been about 30 minutes, so... Um, Anybody want to want to chime up? Ask a quick question. Joseph, uh, Stan. Hopefully, we, we answer you guys' questions in the in the chat room. Let me see. That's it, guys. Uh, Ken, you have anything? Bob, uh, appreciate no, it. Good. Thank you for the opportunity. And again, same time next Tuesday, did another 30-minute uh, quick uh, webinar on free kick infractions. I know we screw that up more than we get it right, so um, that will be an interesting
1: one. All right. Cool. Thanks, guys. Great stuff. Yep. Happy Father's Day if it all applies. Yep.
0: Happy Father's Day this weekend. Stay safe and join us on Saturday morning at 9 a.m. again. Thank you.